The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and his disciples came to Jericho. As he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the man who was blind, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately, Bartimaeus regained his sight and followed Jesus on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. We continue reading in Mark chapter 10 about what it takes to be a disciple, a follower of Christ. In this case, we have a particular man who is suffering from blindness. He's sitting by the roadside, which means sitting, he's immobile, stuck in his blindness and in his way, not really able to follow, can't see where he's going. And yet he does hear that Jesus is coming his way and will be passing by. And he takes that opportunity. Indeed, he begins to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He uses a messianic title, Jesus, son of David, which means he believes Jesus is the Messiah. So he has faith, and that's crucial. This messianic title is very important because in the Old Testament, many of the prophets said that the Messiah would fulfill God's promises through a descendant of King David. And that's why Bartimaeus uses that title, Jesus, son of David. Then the crowd tries to quiet him, but he persists. He cries even louder. He's not going to be put down. This stops Jesus in his tracks, and Jesus calls the man. And then he throws off his cloak, which is a symbol of discarding his old way of life, detaching from what may be obstacles to following God. He springs up, so there's no hesitation there, just like raising up. And Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? Now, that was the question Jesus put to James and John. We know their response. They wanted the highest places in heaven, sitting at Jesus' right and left. Well, Bartimaeus has no issues with respect to pride or place. What he wants is to see again, so he could be a follower. And that's what Jesus wanted to do here. Jesus immediately heals him. So there's some lessons to be learned here about how to become good disciples. First of all, persistence. Persistently coming to God and saying, help me follow you. And God will answer that heartfelt prayer. Detachment, putting aside those obstacles, maybe a sinful lifestyle or whatever it might be, just like detaching oneself from what pulls one back. And then promptness, he springs up. 
the opposite of sloth. In this wonderful gospel, we have the Jesus prayer. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And that's prayed millions of times by many, many Christians throughout the world. Jesus Christ, son of the living God, have mercy on me. It's a very beautiful prayer. In the first reading from Sirach, chapter 42, we have some other aspects of being a good disciple. Sirach says, I will now call to mind the works of the Lord and will declare what I have seen. So there's a disciple willing to speak, willing to testify to how God has worked in their life. He goes on to say, the word of the Lord, his works are made, all his creatures do his will. The sun looks down on everything with its light, and the work of the Lord is full of his glory. So he's talking about God in creation, and creation speaks about the glory of God. But sometimes we need to point that out to people, the beauty of the universe. And then he goes on to say, God is not only in creation, he's in the depth of the human heart. God searches out the abyss of the human heart. He understands innermost secrets. Nothing is hidden from him and nothing escapes him. So beautiful words from Sirach, who was a scribe in the Old Testament, a wise man, and he shows us again what it means to be a disciple. Well, we have an example of that today in our St. Justin Martyr. He was born around 100 AD, and he was a pagan. So he came from a background which knew not the God of the Old Testament. Pagans worshipped many gods, and yet he studied philosophy. He became learned in Plato especially. And then as he became more skilled in reasoning, he understood not only the Old Testament, but the Messianic prophecies, and he converted to Christianity and then became one of the great apologists of that time. In fact, he wrote works to the emperor of Rome, who was persecuting Christians, convinced him to put aside the persecutions, but of course, another emperor came along later and revived them. And he continued to testify, and we have two of his works that survived, worth reading, beautiful works, but ultimately he was condemned to death and martyred around the year 165. So here's a man who completely followed Christ, declaring what he knew, paying the ultimate price, the true disciple. We're called to follow in these footsteps and to do what God is asking us to do in our simple ways, but profound, in your way of life and mine, in the circumstances we encounter God, to think about how my experience daily of God helps me to understand what it means to follow and declare that to others.